0: Hello, you're listening to the Secret Keepers Club podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name is Carly Aquilino. I am your host, and I am just so, so happy that you're here. Uh, Welcome to the club. Thank you for joining. I just had to start. I had to stop recording and restart again because I said something and I sounded just so crazy. I was just, I was saying, I was doing the intro and I was saying, thank you all for being here. And I said, thank y'all for being <laughs> So I had to say, I, and I said it in the recording. I said, you know what? We got, we got to start from scratch here. <laughs> I don't know what the hell got into me, but I was feeling, I was feeling, you know, Southern comfort, Southern charm, whatever that damn show is. But anywho, that just cracked me the hell up. I said, I got to start from scratch because I I, I think they're going to end up, they're going to be, who is this woman? This is not Carly. So um, anyway, that cracked me up. Hi guys. Hope you all had a great- No, oh, there I go again! <laughs> Did I do it again? Wait, am I going crazy? Did you hear it? Oh boy. <laughs> i promise i'm not on drugs i promise i'm not on drugs i promise i'm not even drunk i don't know what the heck is going on in this what is there a leak what is there a gas leak or something i'm breathing it in i'm having an identity crisis Jeez, louise but hi hope you all had a great weekend Hope you had a great time outside. If you're in New York City, it was hot as balls out. It was about 115,000 degrees outside. I do have a pool. I don't know if you guys viewed that on my Instagram, but you know what? I'm going to put it on a highlight. I'll put it on a highlight so you guys can see it if you if you missed it. But uh, yeah, I have a pool. I, I do have a pool. I have a pool in, on my deck. It is very, very fancy. It is very luxurious. It is full of water. Um, that I had to bucket from the sink on over out into the back and took several, several hours yesterday. And then I dumped it. I dumped it because I actually have a drain in my deck, but anywho, I had to fill it back up again today. So guess what, bitch? I put a tarp on it. I covered my kiddie pool. The pool is about three and a half feet wide and 15 inches deep. But it, I'm living like a Kennedy and I'm not bragging, but I am living like a Kennedy and at this point nobody wants to go to the Hamptons anymore. None of the rich people, they don't want to go to the Hamptons anymore. They want to come over to, to my house. And you know what? You can rent a chair, but it's going to cost you. But anyway, anyway, that's what I did this weekend, very much fun. Um ate a lot of cheese which is great. I had so much cheese in my house. And I told my friend, I'm like, you got to come over and help me eat all this cheese. And so she did. And we ate a lot of cheese. It was too much cheese. It was simply too much is what I'm saying. And, and we both don't feel good, but we sacrificed for the things that we love. And that was my very exciting, riveting, luxurious, fancy weekend. And, uh, what was I going? Oh yeah. Hi, you guys, by the way. Happy Pride! This is the first episode in Pride Month. Just wanted to say, shout out to my LGBT cuties. Okay, loving, living, breathing for you this month. Support you and and all of your endeavors. That sounded like a very weird yearbook entry, but that's really how I feel. And I have some gay news, since it's since it's Pride Month, which I have a feeling is going to be great this year because last year. We couldn't really go out and do anything. Nobody could really go out and celebrate. And I'm saying we as if I'm in, I'm not trying to infiltrate. Listen, I get it. I'm embarrassing. I'm attracted to straight men. Listen, I know I'm embarrassing. And I'm, I, nothing is more embarrassing to me than being straight. And I need you all to know that. And I know I've mentioned that before, but I'm embarrassed by it. So when I say we, I don't mean like we, like me and me and my LGBT cuties. Like I I know that I'm not sitting at the table and I'm, and I get it. But I am looking out from <laughs> I am looking out from my window and, and a little tear falls from my eye. And I say, what is the sick joke that I am attracted to straight men? I am attracted to the type of guys that that can't express their emotions, but then they cry watching the Yankee game. Do you understand what it anyway? This is not about my plight. This is about you guys. And I do have some gay news. The gay news is that, uh, is it Nickelodeon? They're remaking the Rugrats. Everybody loved the Rugrats when we were little. Um, I'm sure some of you, your kids watch the Rugrats or you watch the Rugrats. If you don't know what the Rugrats is, maybe you don't live here. Uh, I don't know where they aired it. It was a really, really popular show here though. But it was about, it was a cartoon. It was about little babies, it was about little babies and they were so stinking cute. I mean, how cute are the Rugrats? What a fun show. And I love that little intro song, but they came out saying that the there is one of the characters in the in the reboot of the Rugrats is coming out as queer. So, it's Betty who is Phil and Lil's mom, right? And I think it's great. I think it's exciting. I obviously have no qualms with it, but it's so interesting to me when these things come out, right? And you see a tweet about it. It'll it'll say, let, let, "Let's read this headline." Betty, the queer icon from Rugrats, is now a confirmed lesbian. Okay, and that is what the um that is the the, <laughs> the confirmed lesbian. Um. That's the headline, right? So you see a tweet that says that and it's attached to an article and you just read, you know, the people on Twitter are really out here. Um, We don't know where they are, but they're out here. We don't know where they're located, but it's not here. It's not where I am. Because there is always outrage when anything comes up that is not on on this person's agenda. And the responses were just, I was in tears reading the responses to this. People were like, well, I don't think um, we should be involving gay sex in a child's in a child's cartoon as if it's going to be a gay sex. (laughs) Well, well, surely the Rugrats isn't going to have a gay sex scene, Nancy. Nancy, you know better than that, girl. Is that what is that what it's going to be in in the new Rugrats? It's going to be a cartoon porno. Really? Come on. I think that these things are so important because it all does come down to inclusivity. And there are so many kids out there who need representation in the things that they watch. It's as simple, it's as simple as that. And I think especially for children's movies, TV shows, books, things like that, it's important to include everyone, right? And that's something that wasn't always the case in TV and in movies. So I think that it's important that we're, that we're focusing in on it now. But I was just cracking the hell up on these uh, uh, with this woman, and she was so damn mad. It's like, first of all, how boring are you? How boring are you? I, there needs to be some type of a filter to filter these people out. You should, if you want to join Twitter, you should have to fill out a questionnaire right? And then depending on what your score is and what type of answers you give, you get to, you get to be put in the same, you get to be put with like-minded people, right? And then leave all the normal people out of your life. Leave all of us out of your weird bullshit, because you're a weirdo at this point. Um, the you crazy old bat. That's really what I want. I wanted to respond to this woman, just be like, you're crazy old bat. Um... But I also noticed with, with things like this, where it's like the cartoon characters are coming out and it seems like every Disney movie now, they're like, oh, the carpet from Aladdin's actually gay. And, and you're just like, wait a minute, is this genuine? Are you guys being inclusive because you realize that this it needs to be done? Or are you being inclusive because it's the, it's the wave? But then you think, is anything these big corporations do genuine? do they really give a fuck about anybody other than themselves? So I've heard both sides of it from, from my friends that are gay where some of them are like, it's, it's not genuine. They're just doing it because it's a cool thing to do. And then other ones are like, who fucking cares? You know, it's been so long and it's nice to be celebrated and included and spoken about and all of these things. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, but again, I am attracted to straight guys. And that is the, that is uh, life's big joke. (laughs) That I date men who wash their testicles with dish soap. That's life's big fucking joke. And they don't know. They just go, it's soap, you know? Sorry, I just fell, I just, my eyes went dead for a second And I just went into like a very long, a lifetime uh, flashback of just so many memories So many, mad mems, you guys, mad mems. But also the other thing that I wanted to talk about was this Texas uh, valedictorian This teenager who graduated from high school Who spoke about uh, the ever-changing or the very recently changed abortion law that was going on um, Greg Abbott signed these new abortion laws in Texas. And this valedictorian was uh, accepting her or making her speech, not accepting an award. Like, I, like I'm making it like it's the Oscars. Um, and she spoke about women's rights and she she went viral from it. And I think that, that that it's wonderful. I think that here's the thing. And I know that this is a touchy subject. And I know that this is something that a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about. And I get it and I get why. And everybody has, you know, if you are, if you personally for yourself are pro-life, that's okay. But that doesn't mean that everyone In the world or everyone that you know is pro-life or that they have to be you are you you could be pro-life and that's wonderful and that's good for you but it's only goes to your body it doesn't matter what anybody else does mind your business mind your business why do you care and there are a million reasons why that you will never understand and I and I understand the, the way you feel. I've listened, we've all listened to the back and forth of the people who are pro-life. And I and I hear you and I get it. But you can be pro-life and also be pro-life for yourself and pro-choice for other people. The two things are not mutually exclusive. Okay. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Why does it matter to you? And quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of the men who are in charge this guy, Greg Abbott, sir, why are men in charge of our bodies? It's an insult. It's an insult to women. The new laws that they're passing, they're taking away our rights, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. I don't care. I don't care what your personal opinion is on your thing. I don't, I'm respecting everyone's choice, but that's what it needs to be. It could be a choice. And don't bring religion into it because not everybody's the same religion as you, okay? a Mr. Greg Abbott, who looks like he, I mean, tell me this man doesn't wake up in the morning and drink fucking Metamucil, okay? And he goes to bed, he eats dinner at 4 p.m. and he goes to sleep at 5.30 p.m. every single night. And he's in charge, he's making choices and signing bills on what women are doing, okay? What? How are men in charge of women's vaginas? Meanwhile, they can't even find the clit. (laughs) Uh, They don't know the first thing about it. Just because you've seen one before in your life doesn't mean that you get to be in charge of them. Just because you're a fan of them doesn't mean you get to be in charge of them. That would be like NASA calling me up and being like, hey, Carly, we know you love space. Would you like to run it? Would you like to just run and take over the whole operation over here at NASA headquarters? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'll just, but what if I accidentally blow up the sun? And they're like, oh, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. And I'm like, I'm definitely not qualified. I'm just a fan. Like, I like looking at space, but I know nothing really about logistically how to get up there and what to do. And we go. No, you are now the president of NASA. I'm like, I'm really looking at this guy like, really? This guy was probably in the courtroom the first Roe versus Wade. He's trying to overturn it. Can we get some new faces in here? Anyhow, that's that. Can you tell that I'm heated today because it's a hundred degrees outside and yes, I was swimming laps in my pool. But by the way, I, I posted a video of my pool, my kiddie pool that I have on my deck. And some guy like sent me the most beautiful picture of the most beautiful backyard. And he's like, come over. And it's like, this random guy on Instagram. He's private. And he's like, has no profile picture. And like, and I'm just kind of like, I will go to your fucking house, dude. <laughs> Where do you live? Where do you live? I will go to this man's house and I will swim in that pool. okay? because it was gorgeous and it was also on like the beach or something. What the hell? Give me a little more details and I will arrive there and I will swim there. But I will also be like, you know, it's all right. You know, it's not my pool, but it's all right. That's what we all need. We all need need friends that have pools and stuff. Let's really get our priorities straight here. All right let's get into these emails you guys sent in emails to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com you can send them there you can send the patreon questions there we do another episode on the patreon a whole different Secret Keepers club episode a week so if you do patreon emails there you just put patreon on the title and yada yada you know you know the whole spiel here okay so this one says why are men dad edition uh-oh here we go. Hey, queen, and you're fur- and your furry princes. First of all, you're the best. Love you on Girl Code. And now to the issue. My parents have been separated for many years, but officially divorced last year. They both have had partners in the last 10 years. My mom had been with the same guy for three years. My dad, a few different girlfriends that I haven't heard too much about. So tell me how last year he started dating a girl my age. Ugh. They just moved in together and I struggled, struggled dealing with the whole thing. He's 56 and she's 31. Oh okay. I had a conversation with him already and I told him that I'm not planning to meet her and I won't be participating in this part of his life because I'm embarrassed. My dad is pretty successful. So my biggest worry is that she's with him for the money and why would, because why would anybody want to be with a partner that was 25 years older than them? And trust me, he's no George Clooney. She looks like every gold digger from the reality show Marrying Millions or 90 Day Fiance. Those are great shows. Uh, and in the, the end of the day, I understand it's his life and he can do whatever he wants, but I just need advice on how to let go of these negative feelings that I'm feeling about the whole situation and simply not care. Love you, girl. Kiss you right on the lips. Okay. First of all, it's giving dad has money vibes. And, and I will, here's the thing. I'll, t- I'll take him off her hands is what <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Girl, I would, I would love. No. I would love to date one of your dads and then I would be your stepmom but I'm actually younger or the same age as you. Come on, that would be fun. Oh boy, I'm kidding. That that's I'm not going to steal any of your dads unless you cross me. <laughs> so, okay. Here's what you got to do. These things are tricky because when people that we, are people that are in our family, they're dating some of this, this happens a lot where someone in your family, whether it's your parents or your brother, or your sister, you, even your best friend, whatever, they're dating somebody that nobody else in the family really likes, right? And what you have to do is know and understand that the odds of them working out, probably pretty low. Um because everything comes to the surface. And if she, she's using him for his money, I think that he would be smart enough to say, yeah, maybe she's not the one. And I think it's only a matter of time before he realizes that and, you know, sees that it's it's disingenuous, even though I'm sure that there is a part of him that goes, yeah, maybe she's not into me for X, Y, and Z. But she does, you know, maybe she's not necessarily into 56 year olds. But hey, can't knock her for trying, right? You just got to let the chips fall as they may. You can't, there's nothing we can do to end people's relationships or anything like that. And I know that, you know it that, and it's his life. Like you said, he's going to do what he's going to do, but maybe just live in the end and just say, I don't think this is forever. They just got divorced. This is a new girlfriend. He's probably giddy about her now. And then everything's going to work itself out. Um, But maybe also if you did meet her, maybe you would kind of like her. I don't know. I don't know. Did you like, I know you're saying that you don't want, um, I get that it's embarrassing too. Like I'm trying to think like if my parents got divorced and my dad started, yeah, I would feel weird. I would feel weird. Yeah, for sure. Um, cause it's just like, K. this is also circling back to one of those things where I don't know if you guys feel like this, but I, I talk about this, like with people and it seems to be a relatable thing where it's like, you know, when you realize your parents are real people. Like, they're not just your parents. They're not just your mom and dad. they are people who have made mistakes and have their own thoughts and wacky, you know, things about them. Or just like, you're just kind of looking at them like, wait a minute, huh? You know, when you realize your dad's a man, like your dad's just a man, like to anybody else in the world, it's a, he's your dad. So you don't look at it like that. But then you realize like, oh, he's being a guy. Yuck. Uh well uh, maybe maybe he's you know I don't know you you want people to be happy too, and I've noticed just based on my own life experience and people be being on both sides of it, where I was dating somebody that nobody really liked or you know, or that maybe somebody that people felt like they had to step in and say something and seeing that in other people as well. And me stepping in and being like, Hey, just so you know, your boyfriend's an asshole or your girlfriend's an asshole or whatever. Um, people are going to do what they're going to do. And there's nothing at all that we can say that's going to change their mind. If they care about somebody, they care about them. So you just have to come to peace with it. Understand that it's this silly little thing. Honestly, he's probably going through some type of a midlife crisis because he just got a divorce and he's this, you know, he's seeing what else is out there. but these things come and go, and and you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Maybe learn a little bit more about her. Maybe she really, you know, I don't know. Figure out what happened to her last. But her last husband, who was your who was your last not husband, who was your last boyfriend? How old was your last boyfriend? But I get it. I I get it. It would make me feel weird. I agree with you. Um, okay, let's get into this next email. Okay, this one says, this is a quick one. It says, random weird uh, realization, Patreon irregular. regular. Carly, how do you feel about TJ Maxx being called TK Maxx in the UK? It makes me feel so uncomfortable for some reason. <laughs> Love you and the cat gang. yes. TJ Maxx in the UK is called TK Maxx and it's the same logo, same font, same everything, same branding and by the way, it's the same store. I have a picture of myself in London standing in front of <clears throat> standing in front of a TK Maxx. And I think I posted it. I got to find it for you guys. I'll I'll repost it if I can find it. It's definitely somewhere in my like memories or something on Instagram, but I posted it on my story, me standing in front of TK Maxx, like in London, being like, so exciting to discover (laughs) shopping with different cultures or in different countries or something. And when I tell you that store is the same store, it's a little bit nicer, at least the one that I was in a little bit nicer, a little bit more organized than than a regular TJ, but it is trippy. It is weird. but anywhere I've been, I'm I go to the department stores and I check what's going on. I did it in Paris. I did it in Italy. I'm I'm all that's like. Hey, you gotta stay. You gotta stay true to what you are. And I'm garbage. Okay. Okay. This next one says, "Hi, I'm the dumbest person alive and a fuck Mary Kill." Okay. I don't know if you're the dumbest person alive yet, but we're gonna decide. Hi, Carly, you're a sweet angel. Kiss you right on the lips. I'm writing because your girl is hashtag spiraling. About a month ago, I met a guy on Hinge. We met during a weird time where I was on a break from grad school and his work was slow, so we had a lot of time to spend together without getting into too much detail. It's overall been so fun and so amazing. In parentheses, yes, he has a bath mat, a towel, and a duvet cover. Yes, girl. Okay. A duvet cover? wow, this man has his shit together. Okay. By the way, I just want it quickly. And I know this has nothing to do with your email. It does have to do with duvet covers though. I am not a fan of duvet covers. I tried it a couple of times in my life. And then I tried it last year. I had bought a duvet cover because it was so absolutely stunning and gorgeous. And it was like, velvet and I wanted my bed to be very like very cute and velvet and <clears throat> when I tell you this thing was such a pain in the fucking ass it was duvets are so annoying to me and my best friend's like swears by duvets she's like oh my god I've had a duvet my whole life I'm like no 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 I don't want it bunching I don't want it balling up I don't want to be tying little knots in the corners and putting stuff through no Give me a quilt or a comforter, period. I don't want things balling up, okay? And that's my and that's my spiel. But I respect everybody that does have duvet covers because I feel like most people do have duvets. And I get it, and I respect you. And I'm not mad at you. But I had to talk about my, my problems with them. But I'm happy that your man has one because that means he's not a total piece of shit. So this is great. Okay. So here we go. I'm finding myself getting super attached emotionally to him and thinking about a future with this guy, not like quote unquote, let's have babies future, but more so will my parents like your long hair and ironic tattoos when they meet you at Christmas future? You know, I brought this up just to see where his head was at. And he was very kind, but overall said that he needed more time to give me a real answer about what he thinks. This is obviously totally fair considering it's been a month and we both have a lot on our plates for the next few months, but as much as my brain can rationalize that my heart is having a harder time i'm wondering how the hell to stop getting ahead of myself with this shit when and really just getting just enjoy getting to know a person without scaring him away or shooting myself in the foot how do i be vulnerable but also protect myself but also find a man but also be a strong independent woman who doesn't need a man xoxo dumb girl whose brain is working overtime okay You're not dumb. You're not dumb. You have feelings for this guy. You got a crush on him. You like him. I don't even think you asking him what's going on was, was too much. I think you came at him like an adult. You have feelings for him. You want to see maybe if he, you you didn't say what you actually said to him, but it seems like you wanted to see if he thought that you guys would end up dating eventually or whatever. And it's good to have these types of open conversations in the beginning, especially if you are feeling like you like someone. Um, but it's soon. It's new. It's exciting. Like I said, you got a crush. You're feeling little, you're feeling things, you're feeling things and it's cute. But I think the best thing for you to do is number one, I have a question. Did you tell him how you're feeling about everything? Cause that's also important to keep an open, you know, dialogue about how you're feeling as well. I think that you need to set boundaries for yourself in terms of where you're going to go with this, if nothing changes and it still continues. Cause you won't, you guys have only been talking for a month. You know what I'm saying? Like a month is not, it's not super long. If I'm you, I'm dating other people still. And that's it. If I'm you, I'm dating other people until he says like, I want to be in a relationship with you or I think we should be exclusive or whatever, you know, type of scenario you guys are going to get yourselves into. That's what I would do because that is the only way to not put all your eggs in in one basket. And who wants all their eggs in one basket? You know how many baskets you have to have? And you spread the eggs out into different baskets, girl. I never understood that analogy, especially now that I'm breaking it down. But put boundaries on what you're going to do, what you're comfortable with, and, you know, tell him how you feel if you feel comfortable doing that, maybe not right away, maybe in like another month, if you want to revisit it or whatever, like you said, things are going to be changing, so you don't really know what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, girl, go out on a few more dates, start swiping again. I know, I know, I know. It's like you, you hang out with a guy a couple times and you're like, you know what? I do believe in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just start saying shit. Like, you know, I do believe in love at first sight. (laughs) And you start thinking of those old, some people, man, some guys really bring it out in you too you you you'd are you be hanging out with them and and you're just like oh you start thinking of those old stories of, of of you know you talk to people like you see interviews of people who are like 97 years old and they're talking about their wife the guy's talking about his wife and he's like I met her at a candy store and I proposed to her three days later and you're like you know I always thought those people were crazy but I kind of get it now because this guy I met on hinge has a duvet cover And I'm not laughing at you. I'm saying I did the same. Everyone does the same shit. Everyone does the same shit. <laughs> I had a um, date that was like very, it, 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 I, I'm not going to get too crazy over here. I'm not going to get too crazy into it. But I had a date that was cute and romantic. And there was a part of it where there was something very, very cute happened. And I was thinking like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> and that was, you know, the first, like it, it was just cute. It was just cute. And then what ends up happening? Hey, who knows the story will write itself, but don't put all your eggs in his basket. Okay. And I don't know why I just sounded like I was on Goodfellas. All right. This next one says creepier or no? Hey, Carly, should begin ranting about how much I love you. I'll just echo what the listeners writing in every week say. I love you and looking forward to listening every week, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate that very much. And I appreciate all you guys and I love you guys. Uh, My question is about my husband and behavior. I'm not sure if I should be worried about or not to start off with. He is honestly the best, but by accident, I swear, I discovered through his search history that he's been searching Facebook daily for girls that he went to high school with. I'm fairly certain that he has no history with them, no DMS or anything either. I truly trust him, but I'll be honest. I did do some digging after that, and I will admit, um, I never should have because I still had no reason to be suspicious. However, I discovered that he's actually looking at very old pictures of these girls. And of course, they're sexy pictures, no nudes or anything. I mean, this is Facebook, but you know, the kind of pictures I mean. At this point, I just think it's creepy. I mean, he never talked to those girls in real life. And in my opinion, they didn't post those pictures to have some random married guy looking at them 10 years later after they posted them. So my question is, how can I honest, How should I honestly feel about this? I don't think this is cheating, but do I have a right to be hurt? I'm really not considering bringing it up because number one, I should have never known. And number two, I don't think his behavior is that serious. And number three, I really think he'd just be embarrassed. I feel really weird about it. And yes, hurt. Please tell me, am I overreacting? or is this creepy behavior um yeah I mean I get it I don't think you're overreacting I get why I get why you feel the way that you feel it's one of these things man this is why I always say like you can't we can't it's just better to not look right because it's better to not know because then we get ourselves into a situation like this where, you want to say something, but you're just like, oh no, if, if I do say something, then it's going to be more evident that I was curious and then I snooped or I looked through the history or wh- however you found out, it just gets us into a sticky situation. And, and honestly, it's better to not know. It's better to not look at them the, the, in that way. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that just go like, that goes without being said. But I've also been in situations like this where like I've shared computers with people and they leave stuff up, like just straight up, didn't even try and X out the window or the, you know, whatever. And there's things up and you just kind of see and you're just like, ooh, okay. Okay. But um, I think since you're planning on not saying anything to him anyway, you just kind of have to come to terms with it and maybe think of it as, yeah, it's a little, it's a little much. It's a little much, especially because these are just like random girls that he went to high school with. It's like, what, dude? Watch porn. Um, but hey, I think there's times where like people—is uh, he doing this every day? You said. Wait, let me let me look back at daily. It says okay, daily. Okay, that's a lot. Daily is a lot. But sometimes I'm oh, whatever happened to this person, and I'll look them up. But it don't mean I'm doing anything crazy or you know, anything that would cross the line if I were to be in a relationship. Um, But yeah, I think that if it really, really bothers you and is starting to affect you in a way, maybe just bring it up and just be like, listen, um, I saw this. I'm sorry that I that I, you know, looked through your stuff, but I found this out and I just kind of want to tell you that it makes me feel weird. But again, it's that thing where it's like, hey, you weren't supposed to know. We're not supposed to know these things, but again, girl, you trust them you trust them so I, I think that you just need to come to terms with it as like yeah if somebody went through my phone I would uh I would jump I would jump off a bridge you know I would be like, oh my god, I would dig a hole in the earth and just live in I would live down there. I would live in a bunker, I would live in a bunker for sure for the rest of my life, a bomb shelter. I would just be like a, you know, a, a doomsday prepper because that is my doomsday. I would not be okay. But yeah, if you can't, it, it, I would try and come to terms with it in that way of like, hey, I'm sure that I do things or say things or whatever that somebody wouldn't be too happy about. But hey, it's it's his private history, his private search history. We're not supposed to see it. If it really, really bothers you, you should say something to him about it. Okay. And then there was, where is, where is the, there was, okay, here's one. Is this the one that I'm thinking of? So there was a bunch of fuck, marry, kills in one of these, and I'm trying to find it. Because I'm like, did I skip over an email here? Okay. Okay, let's get into this one then. Yeah, this is the one that has a bunch. I did skip one. So here we go. This one says Should I care that my boyfriend watches porn? Sopranos, fuck Mary Kill included. What is going on in the universe? I feel like a lot of these emails are, are related. Um, hi Carly and cute baby angel kittens kiss you guys right on the lips. I'm also a cat mom. Well, thank you so much. And, and the cats say, thank you very much too. Uh, I love you so much. Been a fan since your girl code days, actually seen your stand up in Marco Island with Jesse May. Oh my God, Marco Island. Uh, I actually live in Naples. So if you're ever, uh, if you ever want to hang when you're in Florida, hit a girl up and then she gives me her Instagram. Thank you very much. Uh, and then it says, okay, let's get into it. I've been with my boyfriend for three plus years. And let me tell you, it's the best sex of my life. We've been friends for years prior to us being together. And I knew he would watch porn, but I assumed once we got together, it would slow down. Now, I'm not saying he's addicted, but when I tell you the amount of porn he ha- he has of me, like this man has content for days. Okay. Okay. Recently, we were at a sex store just for fun And we were playing porn in one of the rooms Because I am a female I ask hypothetical questions I asked him if he would stop watching porn If I told him that it made me feel uncomfortable He got a little tense and said If you're going to ask me that, don't ask But hypothetically, I really wish you wouldn't do that (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing I'm not laughing at you I'm not laughing at you It's just such an odd response to that (laughs) Oh my god That's such a crazy response to like a hypothetical situation as if it wasn't hypothetical, as if you really hurt him. Uh, Okay. I really wish you wouldn't do that because it means nothing, he said. Then he proceeded to say that if I did ask him to stop, he would need more content of me, which I have no problem giving, but I guess I'm asking if I'm the only girl who gets offended by their mans being turned on by another girl, even if it is in porn, am I the only girl who gets there feeling hurt if their guy's pee-pee gets hard for another girl? Like, I get that it's just a simulation, but why not just watch our stuff? Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm too sensitive. When I watch porn, it's mostly just for fun, so maybe I just can't relate. Should I not care? Should I bring it up to him and at least see? and at least see what he says if it's of any assurance please let me know Um, and then she responded again she added on to the email she said I forgot to mention what really triggered me of this because honestly for three years I haven't cared so he usually stays at my place and has to get up really oh no I know where this is going 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 okay I know where it's going Mm-hmm. he has to get up really early for work. And usually <laughs> when he wakes up, I keep sleeping. Well, tell me how one morning I couldn't fall asleep and When he got up and I heard him masturbating in my bathroom in my house, my immediate thought was that this man better not be watching porn in my house, in my bathroom. When I'm in the other room, he doesn't know that I've heard him, but one time, but by the time I've sent this email, I've easily heard him 10 times. Like I said, he doesn't know, but the first time I heard him, I couldn't let it go. And I found an article on why you should masturbate in the morning. And I sent it to him and ask if he does this and ask if he does it at my house. he said, maybe once I proceeded, I proceeded to tell him what you do behind closed doors is fine. But if you're masturbating at my house, it better be me. You're watching and not porn LMFAO girl. Listen, I've been there and that is, uh, it's not fun. It is not fun situation to be in. So I get it. And I get that something like that would trigger you into like, actually like, no, you don't really care because you know, it's not cheating. You don't really care that he watches porn. You're like, all right, whatever. You do what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And we don't have to ever talk about it. I don't ever want to know. Not knowing is the best thing ever, right? So I get where you're coming from, where something like this, where it's like you're laying in bed. And meanwhile, this guy's in the freaking, in your bathroom, Watching porn, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And I get it. Um <laughs> could you imagine if we did that to to a man? I would be gone for like two and a half hours. <laughs> I would mean, be for way really too long. God, it's just me watching a video of Stanley Tucci making making steak on his barbecue. <laughs> Stop. I would be so embarrassed. See, that's a shit. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't ever be able to do that. With a guy right there, no. No. But I'm also a weirdo in, in a lot of different ways. Like, literally, like, I, I don't even fart when I'm alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very much not trying to like. <laughs> get caught doing nothing. <laughs> oh my god, that is so weird. The thought of it is actually so funny. But anyway, I get it. I've been there. It sucks. It's weird and it definitely triggers you cuz it's like, "Oh, why why not actually just hook up why not hook up that morning?" You know what I'm saying? What are you doing, buddy? But I think that if you have a problem with it, you guys have been together for three pl- plus years. I think that if it's affecting your sex life, then you should address it again. Um, in other words, if, you got, if you're if you not feeling satisfied or if you guys aren't hooking up as much as you want to or anything like that, um, then, you, then you could bring it up again. But at the end of the day, I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. I don't think a guy would stop watching porn because for a lot of reasons. Um, But he's not cheating. And it's kind of like, we can't control things like that. We can't control things like that. If you feel like it's becoming toxic to your relationship and it's affecting your sex life and your personal like relationship with this man, your real life relationship, then definitely be like, hey, dude, you got to cut it out a little bit. What's going on? But you said in your email, you guys have great sex. So I'm kind of just like, he's going to do what he's going to do but definitely tell him definitely not in the morning time when I'm laying in bed <laughs> and you're in my bathroom. Dog? Come on, come on, but you yeah, know that is not, I, I, I wouldn't even say anything. Like I would, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But you gave a lot of uh, Fuck, Mary Kills, so we're going to get into them. Hold on, let's get into them. Um, this one says, okay, so there's Fuck, Marry, kill Anthony, uh, Tony Soprano, Christopher Maltisanti, and Silvio Dante. If you haven't watched The Sopranos, you're not going to understand this, but you guys already know, actually, even if you haven't watched Sopranos, that I'm in love with Christopher Maltisanti, I'm going to marry him. And I know, I know what you guys are thinking. He's the worst one. And guess what? That's why I like him. I love that man and I will, I would die for him. I would die for him. So I'm going to marry him and it's going to end badly (laughs) for sure. Then I'm going to, oh God, that means I have to, well, you can't kill Tony. Wow. So I have to kill Silvio and I guess I have to fuck Tony, which actually would kind of be a better scenario. I actually think Christopher maybe would be a little bit of a better husband. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Tony would be a better husband, but we're just gonna fuck Tony. We're gonna we're gonna marry Christopher. We gotta kill Syl. Sorry, Sill. Also, I'm mad at Syl for something that he did in the series. And if you've watched it, you know who I love and you know what I, I feel very strongly about. And I'm still mad at him for that. So, okay, we have another one. Okay, these are all, okay, most of these are Sopranos one. This one is the people we hate from The Sopranos. Ralph Cifaretto, Richie Aprio, or Richie Aprile? Richie Aprile? A-P-R-I-O. I always thought it was Richie Aprile, but, and Pussy. Wow. I'm gonna kill Pussy. I'm gonna, well, you know. I'm gonna, I guess I I don't want to marry any of them. I want to kill them all. I guess I'm going to, you know what? No, I'm going to kill Richie because he's the most annoying. I guess I'll fuck Ralph and I'll marry Pussy, believe it or not. And then the women, Dr. Melfi, Carmella, and Janice. See, this one would have been really hard if you did Dr. Melfi, Carmella, and Adriana. But Janice is gonna ki- like we kill Janice because 99% of the time she's a pain in the fucking ass, right? They definitely had that true like tumultuous brother and sister type of relationship where it's like 90% of the time you piss me off. She was uh, annoying. Love her though. Ada Totoro. Love John Totoro too. Don't even get me started on that. Don't even get don't even give me a ticket to get on that boat, okay? because I will cruise to the Caribbean with that man. Okay. So Janice is clearly, you got to kill her. Um, I guess I would kill, uh, I would kill Janice. I would, I would marry Carmela because she's a good wife and I would fuck Dr. Melfi for sure. And then the last one is Fuck, Mary Kill, Soprano, uh, the TV shows, number one, Sopranos, number two, Friends, and number three, The Nanny. This is probably the hardest one I've ever um, gotten. Cause I have to kill one. Of, I mean, these are my three favorite shows and you guys know that. And I feel like this one, this is actually to hurt me, this Fuck, Marry, Kill. All right. I'm, who do you, okay, I'm marrying The Nanny. Because I want to spend every single day with Fran Drescher. And I think I would marry her because she has the best outfits. And I do want to be barring those. So we're marrying the nanny. We are. We're fucking the Sopranos because the Sopranos fucks more than Friends does. And it, it, that's just what it is. And then we got to kill friends and it's killing me to even say that this is a, this was a hard one. This was a really, really hard one, but thank you for giving a variety of fuck, marry, kills. That is always fun for me. I appreciate it. And I like that, that most of them were Sopranos themed and the Sopranos were involved in all of them, but love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always. um, I will see you next week. Hope you have a great week. Stay safe. And I love you. Bye.